0: This is Friday, July 29th, and yesterday we began looking at Romans chapter 7 and Paul's struggle against sin. We need to spend a bit more time here to understand what's going on. You see, we don't really know how strong our tendency is to become trapped in sin until we begin to fight it. We believe we can stop it any time, any we like. We believe we have control over it. But of course this is not true. We can easily be caught in its grasp and we really just can't we can't see this. Here is Paul describing his experience. This is Romans chapter 7 verse 18 to 20. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want But the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Now, Paul is strong. He's a man of determination and willpower. He's been able to accomplish so much in his life. But what he says is, he's no match for the sin that is at work in him. Now here's something strange about his confession. He speaks of sin as having a power that sounds like a power all its own. Sin dwells in him. Sin masters him. Sin controls him. Sin blocks his effort to change his life. It seems to be alive in him. It sounds almost like an alien has invaded his body and made him its slave. And this is often what sin feels like we find ourselves doing it over and over again. One of my favorite authors is the Russian author, Fyodor Dostoevsky. He wrote a wonderful little novel entitled The Gambler. It's really autobiographical in that he had become addicted to gambling and as a result, he fell into great debt. A debt to a Russian publisher. His creditor pressured him to write and publish so that he could pay off his debts. Here are the ways Dostoevsky describes the process of going to a gambling hall and how his addiction took hold of him. He said, Even on my way, as soon as I hear, two rooms away, the clink of the scattered money, I almost go into convulsions. (laughs) Wow! Just the thought of gambling gave him feelings of expectation. It gave him the feeling that he was special and that he could beat the system. He said, the same evening, I went to roulette. Oh, how my heart beat. No, it was not money that I wanted. All that I wanted then was that the next day, all those magnificent ladies, they might be all talking about me, repeating my story, wondering at me, admiring me, praising me, doing homage to my new success. Of course, there was the power of risk. This risk-taking that often goes along with addictions. This sense of risk and adventure can provide such a rush. (laughs) It's as powerful as a rush given by almost any kind of drugs. Here he explains, At that point, I ought to have gone away, but a strange sensation rose up in me, a sort of defiance of fate, a desire to challenge it. He tells, tells the tale of how this addiction controlled him. He believed to the end he could win. He, with a system, he could beat the odds. You see, enclosed in our sin is the illusion of control. We believe we can stop when we desire, but we can't. There were immense negative consequences. He fell into great debt. At one point, Dostoevsky had to flee the country for protection He was in exile trying to get his life together and settle his debts. His failure to control his addiction produced boatloads of guilt and shame. He could see the trouble he brought upon his wife by his gambling. The weight of his weakness made it difficult for him to do his work. Along the way, there were desperate measures that he undertook to keep the habit going. This book is fascinating because he is writing about what he himself lived, He explains how sin captured his heart and how he could not free himself from its grasp. And this is how Paul talks about the power of sin in our passage for today. He believes he can do what is right, but he can't. He also thinks he can avoid what is wrong, but he he can't do that either. You see, it's painful to consider all of this because as human beings, we believe we have agency. We have the freedom of our choices, we believe. But here's the way it works. In truth, when we enter into an addiction, we've already made our choice. And it seems almost impossible to unmake it. Here's the beautiful way that Paul ends this section of Scripture. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's Romans 7, verse 24 to 25. He says, this trap becomes a living death, pulling us down. But the good news is that what we are powerless to do, Christ Jesus does for us. He can and he does deliver us. And this is what we'll look at more, at more at tomorrow. Let's pray together. God of all grace, you are so good to us. You pour out your power on us. When we're weak, you break for us the chains that hold us. Give us a freedom from ourselves and our sinful ways. Your faithful love is greater than life. In your grace there is peace from the storm of our lives. We rejoice that you can raise the dead and that in Jesus you have raised us up. We pray with gratitude in his name. Amen.